Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Over the next hour, you'll have the opportunity to listen to Cynthia Hyatt, an internationally recognized therapist and life management expert in private practice with offices in Phoenix and Scottsdale. As a captivating communicator, Cynthia engages, energizes, and inspires her audiences to become all God created them to be. For more information on Cynthia's diverse background, log on to CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Let the next 60 minutes inspire, motivate, and encourage you to become your own best version. Now, here's Cynthia. Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, and it's wonderful to have you on the show today and listening, and we have a great guest for you today. This is Erin Smalley from Focus on the Family. And if you remember, she was on our show previously, and we talked a lot about um, different dating things. We talked about relationship things. We talked about all kinds of all kinds of wonderful things. And she is currently the um, marriage spokesperson for Focus on the Family. So she does a lot of radio. She does a lot of writing and speaking on behalf of Focus on the Family regarding marriage and relationships. So she's kind of the relationship expert. So she's presenting a really powerful premise that I was very interested in, and that is the power of thank you or the power of gratitude versus saying I love you. And so if you've listened to any of the shows that I've done in the past, especially the ones on gender, we talk a lot about the hardwiring of men and women. And I think you're going going to be very interested and um I think it'll be some really new insight for you to understand how powerful gratitude and thankfulness is. So, Erin, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you. So kind of just give us this this idea of this premise that, that we're going to talk about today. You know, some new research just came out out of uh, Georgia University. And basically what they found is that gratitude or thankfulness is the best predictor of how happy someone is in a, in a marriage relationship. So you think about in a marriage relationship, you know, typically I know my husband and I say, I love you. I mean, every time we hang up the phone, pretty much, I love you is said over the day many times. However, if that behavior, if I love you isn't being backed up with behavior and action, then really it can leave someone confused and a spouse confused. Versus if you're saying, I love you, plus you're showing gratitude towards your spouse and thankfulness, that is just something that can, like it's saying, predict such a a huge happiness in your relationship. Well, I think, you know, a lot of the, the research as well that kind of comes alongside that is what we know about positive thinking and kindness, compassion, empathy. Um, and, and words of deference and, and how powerful our, it is in our brain when we have a negative thought. And I'm, I am consistently telling clients, in less than one-tenth of a negative thought, you get a rush of stress hormones all through your brain, less than one-tenth of a second. So when we are being impolite, discourteous, um, ungrateful, sarcastic, demeaning, demoralizing in our relationships we are constantly putting our bodies in stress Mm -hmm. and it makes us harder to heal, to come back, to be an authentic person. We have to constantly be doing this reset, you know, and, and then we build up defensiveness and walls so that even if the person says, I love you, it's nice to hear it, but we're not feeling it. 
You know, that is, that's the key is the feeling, the words that you're saying. I love that. I couldn't agree more. And I love how you're saying that the impact of it is that we do end up putting up walls and which causes separation. And I always go back to we married because we were desiring something, connection, intimacy, friendship, whatever it was. And then here we end up putting up walls and we become defensive and bitter and then we don't get what we signed up for. Exactly. And, you know, we look through the Bible and we see how God talks about gratitude and thankfulness, you know, and we have to trust that God knows the design of his creation and, and that he knows that if we're getting gratitude, we're giving gratitude, we're receiving gratitude. We create so much more resiliency in, 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 our, in our whole personhood, you know, and we are better able to withstand the assault of the world. You know, and, and I think we forget that also courtesy, you know, this I know is, is research-based. They've now researched it, that courtesy has so much to do with a person's subsequent behaviors. Mm-hmm. You know, that when we have a more courteous environment, we get better versions of people all the time. Completely. And we Completely. forget about this, you know, especially mm-hmm. in our closest relationship. Yeah, and it doesn't, it's something that is so easy to reinstate. It doesn't, dep- it doesn't matter what your spouse is or isn't doing. It's something that we can choose to take on ourselves and to start implementing it and implementing gratefulness and thankfulness and, you know, maybe setting a goal. I'm going to compliment or, you know, show gratitude towards my spouse five times today. And exactly. then you start looking for it and it, it impacts the relationship. It has a direct impact. And then also, on the flip side of it, believing that your spouse values you is going to directly impact how you behave in the relationship and the marriage, um, as well as how committed you are to the relationship. Absolutely. So it has a huge impact on a marriage. You know, it's so, and, and it's so interesting where gender, you know, um, how gender, different gender appreciates thankfulness. Like, I'm going to give you this great story. This just happened yesterday mm-hmm. with my husband. So... I'm writing this new book on gender, opposite sex and communication, and, um, and a kind of a, a different way to, to look at how you interact with, with the opposite sex, whether it's, you know, romantic, with children, with neighbors, at business, wherever that is. And so I was running this by him. I was saying, you know, I'm trying to explain this. I'm trying to do this. And he was kind of putting stuff together. And I just read this whole stuff on, on the hardwiring of the brain and gen- some gender research about the difference between a man's brain and a woman's brain. And one of the things about a man's brain is they get locked on. They have kind of tunnel vision when they're tasked, doing a task. And it's very difficult for their brain to shift gears. And women's brains shift gears all the time, and they don't have a problem with it. Right. And so I walk into his office, and he's kind of putting stuff together, and he's, he's going, uh-huh, uh-huh, and he's listening. And I think he's thinking that it was going to be like a very short interaction. So I listen to his uh-huh, uh-huh, through the eyes of ears of a woman, which means keep talking, right? <laughs> so I kept talking and explaining my whole premise and the research and how excited I was. And he looked at me and he goes, I, I, I don't know what to say. And he's like, Ooh. and I said, um, okay, I, I, I thought we were, you know, and he was kind of a little exacerbated, a little frustrated. And, and I said, I'm sorry, was this a, a wrong time? And he goes, well, no, he goes, it's just that now I have to, sh- I have to just stop what I'm doing and I'm going to be late. To, and he was going to go take care of my mother, right? And he goes, I'm going to be late. And so... So, okay, I'm going to listen now, okay? 
And so, <laughs> oh, instead I love of, that. and so it's so funny because because that's the very thing I was reading about, right? Uh-huh. Now, I already knew about this, but I'm reading, I'm watching it happen in front of me, and and instead of getting offended, like what you haven't been listening to me, or well, if it's that big of a problem, then please just go, right? <laughs> I just sat, I stopped, I took a breath, and I said, "Thank you for for switching gears for me. I appreciate that." And he relaxed immediately. And then awesome. I was able to dialogue with him about this idea, you know. And it was fascinating to see it happen right in front of me, this power of understanding gender and adding thankfulness. And I just said, well, thank you for doing that. Thank you for, for switching gears, you know. Hmm. And, and how um, did he respond? Oh, he was, it was like a, a new man. All, <laughs> the, the stress was gone. He was now successful with his wife. He felt appreciated, and he was going to give me all his attention. And he just sat down in his chair at his desk, and he goes, okay, so what were you saying? And I was like, wow. Now he wants to take notes on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so it was really fascinating to see it happen, wow, right in front of me, that he's getting frustrated, he's getting upset, because it's stressing his brain out to do mm-hmm. two things. He's trying to put all these things together. He's got his mind on the goal, which is getting out of the house and getting over to my mom's and fixing whatever light was not working. I don't know. And so that was his goal. And so I interjected myself into this, stopped that whole machine, and it's extremely uncomfortable for him. And knowing, because I know men, I know that discomfort they have, they even feel it physically. It's a physical discomfort, you know, that, which is not the case for women. We just, we're like, oh, hey, yeah, come on in. I'm doing such and stuff. Tell me what's up. And we do all these different tasks. We're switching attention all the time, and, uh-huh. and men don't do that. And so I knew for him how painful that was for him to do that. And, the, mm-hmm. and I just said, thank you. You did switch tasks. Thank you. And, it's, you know, it's, it was huge. Yeah. And it's amazing when we do understand the differences that literally, because like you're saying, as women, we don't have to, it's not hard for us to switch right. gears. Exactly. It's not hard for us to have 10 topics Mm-hmm. come out of our mouth within 2.5 seconds. Exactly. <laughs> but for them, it is shifting total gear and having to shut one box down Completely. before they can move on to the next. Right. And I love what you did because you, it in many ways, ended up going in kind of the back door. Right. You wanted him to hear you, but by saying thank you, it totally got his attention. Exactly. And see, and I think love what, it. what's hard for us as women, and especially in today's world, you know, we have so much, we're so you know, pressured and geared up for rights and our rights and not being, you know, demeaned or demoralized or disrespected and, any, and, and being seen as equal. You know, men want to be seen as equal. Women, and, and what happens is we lose that willingness to be vulnerable mm. and just say, thank you, that humility piece, mm-hmm. you know. And that, that's what, as I was looking and reading about gratitude, you know, what is it you think about when we are dating And going into marriage, we love every detail about this person we're we're about to marry, and we we take note of it, and we verbalize it, and we tell them, and we tell others, and then we we stop doing that at some point in marriage. And you know, I don't know if it's pride or complacency, complacency, or that we just get used to them being there, and we start taking each other for granted. And it truly ends up impacting the relationship in such a great way and such a simple, simple way. You know, let's say there's listeners out there that 
are feeling stressed in their marriage or maybe they're having it's a high time of conflict and just simply saying thank you can help mitigate the damage caused from arguments it's, and it, it really is true yeah it's such a simple it, it's a practical easy way that we can strengthen our marriage regardless of if we're in a season that's challenging well, we're coming up on a break, our first break, and we have Erin Somali with us from Focus on the Family. She is the marriage spokesperson for Focus on the Family. And we are talking today about the power of gratitude. And, you know, two weeks ago, we did the show on Why Be Grateful. So I think this really follows very, very closely with this. So join us again in the next segment with Cynthia Hyde, a conversation with Cynthia. And we have Erin Smalley. Welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt. We are here on 1360 KPXQ Faith Talk. Thank you for joining me today. And I think you're going to really enjoy the show. I have with, with me Erin Smalley from Focus on the Family. She was with us prior on a previous show. And today she's with us as, um, well, she is the marriage spokesperson for Focus on the Family. And she does a lot of radio and writing and speaking on behalf of Focus on the Family and She's kind of their relationship expert. So I'm glad to have her because we're talking about this idea of gratitude and what gratitude does in a relationship and the power of gratitude actually being more powerful than saying I love you. So Erin, thank you for being with us today. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So we kind of talked off air a little bit um, about just this idea of what gratitude actually does and some of the current research about you know, the recovery it gives to people and the resiliency that it gives them, just kind of the bounce back. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely does. Research shows that grateful people are happier, they're more resilient, they're less depressed, they have higher self-esteem, better relationships, um, regular and lower heart rhythms, and they sleep better. And so this is all if you are in a relationship that you just are wanting to infuse something new, something to strengthen, simple, practical to strengthen your relationship, This, these are going to be the benefits that you're going to receive from simply being more grateful and choosing to be more grateful. See, I think that it's hard for us to recognize how how deeply this can affect a relationship. And, and I, I, you know, when I talk to people about courtesy, and I, I remind them that, you know, the more discourteous we are, the more walls that get built up, the more defensive people are, the harsher we are, the more we have to protect ourselves from someone. As easy as if you go into, you know, a restaurant, the effect an, a, a very discourteous waiter or waitress has on your experience just at mm. that restaurant. Mm. And the more, you know, courteous they are, and the more helpful they are, and the more appreciative they are of your patronage, you enjoy it better. Mm-hmm. And and even if the food's not that great, you probably won't have a less likely to be to complain. That's so true, and I I love that because I think courtesy is something, gratitude is something that we are losing in our culture. Sadly, it's, we are. It's very it's going sad. by the wayside. And I think that's one of the most the saddest things that we're seeing because courteous people also have a tendency to be more refined people, mm-hmm. and and we would like to think that they were smarter, more educated people. <laughs> But they're not. We have no. some highly discourteous people that are very intelligent. 
And so, you know, we see that gratitude and courtesy does not have anything to do with level of intelligence. It has to do with character. Mm-hmm. And the more, you know, the better my character, the more I will value humans, mm-hmm. the more, and, and when I am courteous to people, I'm valuing them. When I'm mm-hmm. courteous to my spouse, he feels valued. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. doesn't have to build walls or defenses against me. And he stays right. kinder and gentler toward me. Absolutely. And it is so true that it has nothing to do with, you know, your family of origin, where you right. came from. You, or how intelligent you are, how relationally savvy you are. Yes. Yeah. You can learn how to do this just by practicing the simple habit of gratitude. And, and when you look at your spouse, you know, being intentional about what is it that I value about him? Because when you value something, you're going to treat that better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If you spend a little bit more money, I, I've noticed this with sunglasses. It's such a random yes. thing. But when I spend more money on a pair of sunglasses, which seems ridiculous because I always lose them. Right. But if I spend more, I don't lose them. I've had the same pair that I spent a little bit more on for almost three years. It's like unconscious. Yes. You unconsciously value it until you pay more attention. Yes. And you take care of it. You know where you put it. And it's the same thing with our spouse. When we recognize what we value about them, you know, make a list. If, you know, it's a great exercise to go through and just simply look at, you know, their personality. What is it that you love about their personality, their character traits? What do you admire about them? You know, their work ethic, how they parent. You know, don't write what you don't like. Write what you like and keep that list handy and review it constantly because by doing that, you're going to, the outflow of that is going to be that you appreciate them more and then put in habit that you tell them that you appreciate them. Well, I think that is so powerful because when we think about God, I, you know, and the brilliance of, of God and the perfection of God, he, you know, if he, and he talks to us so much about gratitude and being grateful people, you know, and so he, he has within him gratefulness as a virtue, you know, and so because if he didn't, he, we'd all be dead. I mean, he has to be controlling how he thinks about us. <laughs> you yes. know, he has to be reminding himself of why he loves us, you know, and he is so kind and polite to us. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not, you know, I always am telling people it's amazing to me that God lives inside of me and I don't feel invaded. You know, I, I don't, I mean, I feel, still feel like I have privacy, like he has such good boundaries, right? And, yes. and so when you think about the character of God, and that's how he wants to manifest in us, that we are courteous, grateful people that value life. And when we do, we treat things very differently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, you think about the, the scripture that talks about for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yes, yes. And so wherever your treasure is, whatever, you know, whether it be sunglasses or a human being, your spouse, you're going to treasure that. And you're going to reflect on treasuring that. And we're called to that in Scripture. I mean, it's, it's all over the place. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And, you know, then we're also called, only twice in Scripture are we called to do something daily. And it's to take up your cross daily and to also encourage one another daily. And so we're, we're directed to do this in the Bible, in Scripture, and so... You know, I, I feel like if it's only two things that we're told to do daily, and one of them is to encourage one another daily, we need to wake up and really put this into practice. 
That's that is awesome because you know that must be an issue of life. Mm. You know that God is saying that this is this has to be in your day to day living, just like eating and sleeping have to be in our day to day living. You know, mm-hmm. or, because that's what it must be extremely life producing that God is saying. You know, and and you know when we think about this as human beings, you know, we have this fallenness. And and I tell clients frequently, you know, negativity is like gravity. It just pulls you down. Mm-hmm. And it's the most natural thing. You don't have to you don't even have to try. Like nobody has to try to be negative. Right. You know, we have to try to be positive. Yeah. And so we have that that inertia working against us that we have to actively resist. You know, and it is so easy to see all the things that bother us because those are the things that disturb us and hurt us and they get mm-hmm. our attention. Mm-hmm. And we have to really work on that refocusing our mind. Yes. Well, especially in this day and age when we turn the TV on, get on Facebook, social media, there's a lot of things that can take our mind to fear and to anxiety and to negative thoughts. And I, I agree with you that we so need to battle the, the, our minds to make sure that we're, we're focusing our minds on what is good and what is pure and, you know, and lovely. And being intentional about that does then breed a positive outlook on life. I think that's, you know, it talks about our mind as an enmity with Christ, you know, mm-hmm. and that we, we really do have to reposition daily and transform our mind daily. So mm-hmm. we are here with Erin uh, Smalley. She is the marriage spokesperson for Focus on the Family. Join us in the next half hour as we talk more about the power of gratitude versus saying I love you. Well, welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, and you are listening to 1360 KPXQ Faith Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me today, and I want to encourage you, if you are just joining in and have not been able to listen to this show in its entirety, um, to visit my website at CynthiaHyatt.com, and that is C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com, and you can hear the show in its entirety. I have with, um, with me today Erin Smalley from Focus on the Family. She is the marriage spokesperson and the relationship expert. And so I'm so grateful to have her. And we are talking about gratitude and what the research says about gratitude and what research says about gratefulness within relationships and how much better people like their relationships, how much more they enjoy them, and how much more stable and um, and long-term they can be when we are really practicing gratitude versus saying the words, I love you. So Erin, thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Great conversation, Cynthia. I always enjoy talking about this. Like you and I were talking off air. We're just like these information geeks. Totally. You come on, you're like, well, I have this research and that research. I'm like, please send it to me. It's like, it's like Christmas day when you get an email with a research article attached to it. Totally. It's so funny. So let's talk about this idea of how to put this concept into practice. So what would I do if I was introducing gratefulness into my relationship? Mm -hmm. And especially if, if it's, if it's a strained relationship, it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. But the great news is you control this. 
you can be the one to initiate this and make the change. Because who is, what spouse is going to say, oh, no, 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 <laughs> don't thank me for anything, you know? Right, right. And not, not at some level enjoy being thanked. Because truly when you're being grateful in your relationship, it's showing you're aware that your partner, your, your spouse deserves appreciation, that you value them. And so I talked about it last segment. First and foremost, recognize what you value about your spouse. Keep a list. Add to it as the years go by. We saw this with my father-in-law, Dr. Gary Smalley. He actually at one point had a list, and he still has it, a list of just character qualities and things he loves about his wife, Norma, my mother-in-law. And he, when they've had a fight, he'll go to that list, and he'll review it and focus his mind on that. So make your list, pull it out, especially during those difficult times, to say, oh, yeah, that's right. You might want to cross them out, you know, the first three if you're upset with them. <laughs> <laughs> but then eventually it impacts your heart and opens your heart back up to, oh, yeah, I value them. I was given a gift in them. Well, it so, helps us not to need them to be perfect. Yeah, absolutely not. And I think every time, you know, Greg and I just, we had a long day yesterday and he worked on a lot of the finances. So by you know, 8 o'clock at night, we were exhausted, and we got into this discussion, this disagreement right. at, over... At, at night. <laughs> yeah. I know. We, we woke up this morning and looked at each other and went, why? Why did, why we, do did that? we do that? <laughs> and it was over parenting, oh, of my course. God. Parenting and money late at night. Oh, that's Yeah, cute. late that's at night. Beautiful. Perfect combination. <laughs> and, you know, the, but the thing that I immediately, of course, both of us were like, I'm so sorry. I don't know why we, I went down that road. And then Greg sent me a text today that just said, Hey, yesterday morning we went up and cut a Christmas tree down and it turned into this crazy adventure of almost <laughs> getting the car, the pat, the driver's side completely taken out because we got too close to a tree. And, oh my you know, gosh. A typical Molly <laughs> adventure. And, you know, he, he sent me a text today and just said, Hey, thanks for persisting in getting our family out of the house yesterday because it was a great adventure. And, you know, for me, that completely changed my heart. And, you know, my heart was like, ah, he, he gets, A, how hard it was for me to get everybody to wrangle everybody because, you know, one's got homework, one wants to watch football, and one is like up game for everything. Exactly. <laughs> and just to get everyone out of the house is an effort. And, but he saw that and he, he took, he not only saw it, he took the time to send me a text and say thank you. And then in return, I sent him a text that said, hey, I know how stressful it is, you know, dealing with all the different finances and health insurance and, you know, on and on. And just thank you for taking the time to do that. I appreciate that. And what an impact that can have. And it's simple. See, I think that that's one of the things we want to really focus on is how powerful appreciation and gratefulness is to our emotional internal world and really reminding ourselves how difficult this world is to be in. And so I tell people a lot of times, you know, courtesy to me is like Advil. It's not going to fix a problem permanently, but it <laughs> absolutely is a great pain reliever to help me through my day. Mm -hmm. And it helps me be a better version of myself as well. Because yeah. I feel better about myself when people are grateful to me. And when I'm grateful to them, I feel better about them. Mm. Well, this is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. 
And join me in the next segment. It's our last one with Erin Smalley from Focus on the Family. If you haven't listened to the show completely, you can uh, listen to it from my website at CynthiaHyatt.com. And we will see you in the next segment. Welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. This is Cynthia Hyatt on 1360 KPXQ Faith Talk Radio. So glad that you joined me today. And if you are just tuning in, this is unfortunately our last segment, um, but you can listen to the show in its entirety on my website at CynthiaHyatt.com. And certainly visit that. You can see the different events that I'm doing, the places I'm speaking or singing. And um, any, if you want to get the book that I've written or any of the mini books that I've done, you can always find them on the website. And it'll also give you where the podcasts are. And you can listen to the shows, all the shows that are on. And so we have Erin Smalley with us. She is the marriage spokesperson from Focus on the Family, and she is their relationship expert. So you know how much I love relationships, and I'm so glad to have her today. And we are talking about gratitude. So Erin, bring us back in to kind of where we left off in that last segment. Yeah, I was I was talking about just our weekend, my husband Greg and I, our weekend and how last night we chose to get into a conversation about finances and parenting <laughs> at, you know, eight o'clock <laughs> at night and it didn't go well, but right. just simply sending texts back and forth this morning. Well, a, we acknowledge and apologize to each other first thing in the morning, but then sending texts back and forth, you know, of what we are specifically grateful for. Um, really even talking about it on the radio, well, opens isn't that my funny? Heart. it makes me <laughs> feel good. And it's so funny that the night before you're going to be on this show, uh-huh. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> it's like when I was talking to you about right before I'm going to do this show yesterday, I have an interaction with my husband about the very thing we're talking about. Yes. It's amazing. Oh, I just, I love how God, you know, brings the opportunity to make it practical. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's so true just to share specific things with your spouse that you are grateful for. And, you know, the, the impact we've been talking about is amazing. And, you know, the research, again, out of University of, or Georgia University is saying um, that what distinguishes, distinguishes the marriages that last from those that don't is not how often they argue, but how they argue and how they treat each other on a daily basis. So daily, we have the opportunity to show gratefulness and gratitude to our spouse for the specific things they do. I, I think it's really helpful for people to hear that, you know, this is not even Christian-based research. This is just fact research yeah. that, they've, that they've pulled together and accumulated. And, and they're validating that it really is a daily issue and that gratefulness, what it does to us physiologically is so powerful, lowering heart rate, you know, less depression, more resiliency. Mm-hmm. You know, our immune system is affected tremendously by how we think and how positive or negative we think. And so when we really realize that when we then internally are are positive and grateful to God for whatever is going on in our life. And then we are externally grateful to the people in our life. Mm-hmm. We also help and encourage them in their own yeah. personal health and walk with God. And then we, we solidify the relationship and we cause the relationship to be stronger and more resilient to the world. Mm-hmm. And it, it does. It impacts everyone involved. Yes, And, you know, and again, it's just so simple, but it's taking that first step of 
A, recognizing what you value about someone and then putting it into action through communicating specifically what is it that you love about them. You know, I always I always say to couples, you know, there has to be something that you love about them. You agreed to spend the rest of your life with them. And have so, children with them. Yes. And so think back to, you know, when you were dating, what was it that you loved about them? Because so often in marriage, as we, you know, get discontent or bitter or disappointed or our expectations aren't met, our lens changes and we stop seeing the positives and we start noting what we don't like or the negatives. So this is an intentional effort to really change our lens from a positive, from a negative lens to a positive one. And to really resist our propensity to be negative by nature. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. that's powerful. Yeah. And I think the enemy loves that we have a propensity towards negativity. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and we often talk about at seminars that, you know, if you are sitting, you know, and watching your spouse and you're having these thoughts that are playing through your mind, you know, He's never going to change. He's always going to be like that. You know, it's the enemy attacking you and attacking your marriage because the enemy loves to divide and cause disunity because you think about the scripture that says a house divided will fall. Right, exactly. he loves that. Well, and I think what we want to really also encourage people about today is if if you have gotten into bad habits of being discourteous to one another or feeling like, you know, why should I have to thank them for doing the things that are just given, that they should do because they live here? You know, it's really mm-hmm. introducing, reintroducing it. And, and even if your spouse mocks you at some level, like, so what is this, your Pollyanna today? Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> we really need to just overlook that and just say, you know what? No, I, I want to do things differently. And I genuinely am grateful to you. And I, I don't tell you that. And I should. Mm. And we need to be confident about that behavior change. Because mm-hmm. it's good for us, even if our spouse doesn't receive it initially, it's still mm-hmm. good for us. Yes. Yeah. And that's what looking at the benefits that we receive, the benefits that they will receive as they embrace it. And it's true. There's so many things that our spouses do each and every day, you know, whether it's laundry or going to work or taking the trash out or picking kids up. There's always something that we can find to, to show gratitude about. And it really it starts from a position of humility that when we are humble and our hearts are humble, then we're willing to look at what we've been blessed with versus a prideful attitude isn't, isn't going to be soft and pliable like that. It's not going to, a prideful attitude is going to be one that, you know, feels like we, I deserve this, right. you know, and they should be doing this. So in, in, I think often we do get stuck into a bad habit. And we don't even recognize until we kind of take time to step back and take inventory of what, how are we seeing our spouse? How are we treating them? And are we valuing them? And are we telling them that we do? Well, and this, you know, this goes to anybody that we live with, whether it be mm-hmm. a partner, kids, a roommate, you know, parents, uh, you know, our boss. I mean, any of these things, we, we're not trying to be, you know, like, like put ourselves in a one down position, but it simply is valuing people, you know, and being able to say, you know, if I'm prideful, if I'm offended, then I'm going to want to withhold. And withholding is always a a power issue. It's always a control issue, Mm. you know, and we have to remind ourselves that if I'm withholding, then I'm hurt and I need to get over my hurt. So I don't keep withholding from, from the world. So, because the enemy wants me to withhold everything about me, that's good from the world. 
And so we have to really practice, you know, getting past that. And I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about this, this concept, this, or this, uh, this issue of, you know, daily doing this. And we talked about in the last segment that I loved what you said when you said, God asks us to do two things daily, take up our cross and, and encourage each other daily. Yes. And I thought, you know, when we, knowing all the, what we know about the brain now, and we have, you know, the emotional part of us is in the right side of our brain and the right side of our brain is only in the here and now. It has no future. It has no past. The left side of our brain has the future and the past and no present. And so when we're over-intellectualizing, we're not in, in the moment. We're not authentic, you know. And, and if we're in the left side of our brain, yeah, logically, I can say, you know, you probably don't need to tell me that you're grateful that I took the trash out because logically, you're right, I live here. It's just as much my responsibility. But the emotional side of my brain that's in the here and now really needs to hear it right now. And it isn't a logical issue. It really is an emotional need to be appreciated and seen for who I am. And, and, and the you know, right side of our brain, because it has no past and future, can't remember that you said it yesterday. Mm. And so when we think about it, it's like watering a plant. It's like, okay, yeah, you watered it yesterday. Does that mean, like, yeah, you ate yesterday, so you don't need to eat today? You know, these are life-giving things that we need to remind ourselves we're giving to people. Mm. I love that. I've never thought about the differences between um, the the state of where we are in the right versus left brain. Well, I just thought of that as we were doing the show, actually. I just thought mm. to myself, this is Brilliant. emotional. Brilliant. need to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> in my next book, right? Yes, your next book. <laughs> yes, for and, sure. Exactly. And so, but really, I thought, wow, this is really an emotional need. This isn't a logical need. Mm-hmm. And so it, really it really is just in the here and now. Right now, I need to hear it. Yes. You know, I need to hear what I'm doing right now. Even if yesterday I did it, today you can make it here and now. You can mm-hmm. say, you know, yesterday you did this and I didn't acknowledge it yesterday and I want to. Yes. And that fits yes. that emotional need today, which gives us those little pain relievers that help mm-hmm. us get through our own day. And we strengthen mm-hmm. each other to be better people. Yes. Yes, and strengthen the relationship. Absolutely. And impact, impact the relationship, especially if it's strained. It's a strained relationship in any realm. This is such an easy way um, to just bring positivity and encouragement and to build each other up. I, I think if we could remind ourselves that, that the better we feel about ourselves, the better version we are in our relationships. And so what we do with each other is we help each other be a better version. It doesn't mean I can do it for you, but I can mm-hmm. certainly create an atmosphere that makes it easier for you to be better, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's a gift we can give to one another. I mean, you see couples all the time. You talk with couples. I mean, do you see this happening a lot? Yes, absolutely. And, and especially if they are in a time, you know, because we all have the ups and downs, the valleys and the peaks in our relationship, in our marriage relationship. And just knowing that in the pod, the great you know mountaintop times you know it's easier to give this gift but in the the valley times when it's difficult when it's challenging maybe you know there's financial stress or health stressors or kids stress whatever it is that by being intentional about this it can start moving your relationship up and it's going to strengthen the commitment during those difficult times so you know during those times if you're you know oh i just don't know how i can tolerate this and you know, on and on. This is going to strengthen not only your commitment, but theirs. I think that's really helpful. And, and I think it shows 
powerful things to your kids too. Mm-hmm. It models it because they certainly. I don't. I don't know where we're going wrong, but somewhere in our culture, I don't know if it's entitlement or that we or laziness you know, maybe or pride, pride or something. Yeah, and we give them so we give them so much. We give every kid a medal, and I think in some ways that it's robbing them truly of the gift of learning to be grateful and learning to show gratitude to Absolutely. Well, and you know what happens, you know, I, you know this as a marriage um, therapist, you know the power of when you like your spouse and are, and are having a good, you know, a positive relationship with one another, when you are fond of one another, that does more for a child's self-concept and self-worth mm-hmm. than how you interact with them individually. Mm-hmm. And so when, when kids, you know, and it's like the same with you and I, when you're out in public and you see a couple that gets along really well, or you go on a, a date with another couple and they don't like each other very well, <laughs> it's like super uncomfortable. So awkward. But when you're, yeah, but when you're with a couple that likes each other, everybody gets these wonderful feelings. We, we as humans borrow feelings all the time, mm. you know, and so when we're doing that, we're kind of creating a whole new atmosphere and bringing the kingdom, you know, bringing heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. Well, we have like one minute, so you've been so great, Erin. We're so glad that you were with us today. What what can you kind of leave us with? You know, I, I I love what you're saying, that it's a piece of heaven on earth by doing, by showing gratefulness and having this positive impact on not only ourselves, but each other. And you know what? We get to do this. This is an opportunity that we have to show love and gratefulness to our spouse. We get to. And it's one, it's an, it's something that we have to be intentional about, but it's worth doing. So I just encourage the listeners, you know, absolutely implement this in your relationship. Well, thank you. And tell us, uh, you know, Focus on the Family has so many resources. So tell mm-hmm. the listeners how they can get a hold of some of these resources. Yes. You know, FocusOnTheFamily.com. Go on there. There's a marriage tab with lo- the entire marriage page is loaded with marriage information. There's a parenting page. But then also we have a 1-800 number. It's 1-800-A-FAMILY, F-A-M-I-L-Y. If you need um, some extra guidance of how to implement this or any, actually any topic, um, you will get one free session with a licensed Christian counselor on the phone, and they can help you get connected with a counselor in your area, plus set you off on a plan of what the next step needs to be. Oh, thank you so much, Erin. Well, this is Cynthia High with Conversations with Cynthia. Have a great and blessed week. This show are given as a way to teach listeners with ideas and insights about how to become your own best version. Cynthia is available as a keynote or guest speaker for corporate or spiritual events. To contact Cynthia, go to CynthiaHyatt.com. If you missed any part of this program, you can hear a replay at any time at FaithTalk1360.com. Join us again next Sunday at 4 p.m. for Conversations with Cynthia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ.